0: There's even available safety features like an available panoramic view mirror and an available 12.3-inch multi-information display, so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash grandhighlander.
1: The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code DKHOOPS. New customers can bet five bucks to get one hundred and fifty dollars instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DK Hoops. The crown is yours.
2: Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred gambler or in West Virginia, visit www1800 gambler.net. In New York, call eight seven seven eight hope NY or text hope NY four six seven three six nine. In Connecticut,
3: with the steel.
0: Holiday. Caden takes his time. Knocks it down. Ball kissed to him.
4: There you go. See ya. Wow.
0: And the streak continues. It does.
4: It lives. Wow.
1: Welcome in to NBA Pulse, a production of iHeartRadio and the NBA. I'm Sarah Kustak, NBA analyst for the YES Network, and today is Thursday, January 11th, from our fantastic core group of NBA journalists. We're joined now by NBA.com senior writer Michael C. Ride And Michael... We had a good one last night uh, between the top team in the Eastern Conference, top team in the Western Conference. Boston Celtics end up outlasting the Timberwolves, 127-120 in overtime. And we begin with the Celtics team that has been rolling. Uh, starting lineup has been just tremendously dominant throughout the course of the year. And it was another big night for the two Jays. Jason Tatum, 45 points. Uh, he went 6 of 11 from the three-point line. 13 of 14 from the free-throw line. Jalen Brown, perfect from the line. They were on the attack. He was 13 to 13. He had 35 points, 11 rebounds. He was 4 of 7 from the three-point line. This is obviously a high-volume shooting Boston Celtics team. Tatum takes it. Anthony Edwards with a big one, but we'll get to him, Carl Anthony Townsend and Timberwolves in just a second. But I, I want to talk about the Celtics, how well they've been playing and more specifically um, with Jason Tatum in the conversation of the MVP, Derek White making a case to be an all-star. Chris Porzingis has been healthy and he has been such an important part of how this team functions. Uh, where do you frame Tatum's place in the discussion and how it's impacted with just the overall uh, performance of his teammates and in the combination of having that amount of support on the
4: floor. Well, Sarah, let's first give the man props. Uh, last night, he it was a gem. He had a great game, 45 points, 14 points in the fourth quarter, and then he had 12 more in that overtime period. So he did what he needed to do when he needed to do it. So, you know, I, I think that's sort of the mark of an MVP type player. But as you mentioned, you look at his team, they are loaded. I mean, they are absolutely loaded. You've probably got the best, like I would argue with anybody, that Derek White and Drew Holiday are the best two defensive guards in the NBA. So you've got that. Those guys can get you steals. You can get out, get out and transition and cook. Um then you've got Chris Porzingis. I mean, he's missed 10 games this season, but for the most part, he's been pretty healthy, and he's been a regular, consistent contributor. And, you know, I was having this conversation with somebody the other day, and we were talking about, like, two MVP candidates being on the same team. And their argument to me was, well, if you got two MVP candidates on the same team, then you don't have any. And I was like, well, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> there is something to that because you've got a guy like Jalen Brown." That can, I mean, he's had 30 points in his last four games. So when you've got that kind of support, I mean, it does make it really hard. And I think that's why I've got him a little lower. He's kind of like on that second tier of MVP candidates. Um, You know, if he didn't have the support and he had to do more, I think he'd probably be up there in the top five. But that's just what it is right now with him. And, you know, I mean, great team, 18-0 at home. I mean, you can't. There's nothing bad you can say about the Boston Celtics at this point. They, I think, they are the best team in the NBA right now.
3: Yeah,
1: it, yeah, I, I agree with you. And, and that's when you say nothing bad to say. That's that's the tough part of looking. Okay, what. What are their potential weaknesses? I know I've seen Boston quite a bit throughout the course of the season, and, and in many cases you, you talk to folks that are around the team all the time, covering the team, Um, and they always talk about having more of a, a backup big or what do they do when they're facing some of those really hefty, strong frames on the inside, Joel Embiid being one of those who we'll get to a little bit later in the show. But Jason Tatum, d- d- the fluidity, the smoothness, his reads – on the offensive side, obviously the length and presence he brings defensively, but it's it's been fun to watch how every year he seems to improve, add more to his game, kind of take uh, more of a, a – um, just really – mature approach uh, to how he's able to pick apart some defenses. But I do think that certainly helps uh, when you have the compliments of so many others around you. And I do think just the fact he's shooting over 37% from three, obviously we know the player works the mid range, takes a lot of you know long two point shots has been working on that, but his efficiency from three has helped. Um, as I mentioned with a Boston team that wants to put up a lot of three point shots uh, on the other side of things. I mentioned Minnesota, a uh, tough loss for them, but uh, they have been fantastic this year. Obviously, tops in the Western Conference. Their defense has been at the forefront of all of that in Anthony Edwards. A big part. Last night, Carl Anthony Towns with 25 points, 13 rebounds, 6 assists for Edwards. It was 29-6-3. and three. and picked off the floor now by Anderson. He gets it ahead to Edwards. Edwards. Oh, Edwards. nice move. Oh, shoot. Oh bad Where do you see Anthony Edwards? And, and again, we're looking at your second tier of those MVP candidates. Um, we've had a lot of the same ones towards the top in that top five. But where do you see Anthony Edwards and his progression to potentially get to that point, considering the fact that Minnesota is a team that has been at the top or towards the top of the West throughout pretty much the duration of this whole
4: season? Well, Sarah, it is Thursday. It's Thursday, and he's coming off a good game. And so... Ooh, <laughs> is he in it? i no. you getting
1: a little influence. No, no. A little influence here before tomorrow. No, I, what I'm
4: saying is with him, it just depends on the day. It, it's yeah. it's really weird. I mean, he is, he is this rising superstar. And, you know, throughout uh, FIBA and stuff over the summer, it was sort of, okay, we knew that this was the year that Anthony Edwards was going to take that next step. And he has like, let's not, you know, get it twisted for a second, but I mean, okay. So like I said, okay, we're talking about it's Thursday and we're looking at what he did on Wednesday, but on Monday he was two of seven for six points. I and mean, that's sort of what you get from him or what we've gotten from him all season. I mean, he's been, he shot, shot the ball 50% from the field. I think or he shot, he shot it below 50% in three of the last five games And so he's been really inconsistent as a shooter, but I love what he does as an own ball defender. Um, His decision-making, I think that that's going to get better as he gets a little more mature. But, you know, I I think that without him, they're not number one in the West. That's for sure. So I like what he does. Um, I'm a fan, but too inconsistent to, to really get him up in, in the higher tier. So He'll fluctuate anywhere between 6, 10, and then sometimes he ends up in the honorable mention stack. And so, you know, we need more of him, you know, at one place instead of just kind of going all over the board.
1: Yeah, I and, and, and totally agree with that. I think you look at him and, and a reminder, despite the fact he's in his fourth year, 22 years old,
4: yeah.
1: uh, all-star last year. So still, yeah, I think that's a part of it. And, and just figuring out, I mean, he uh, jumped right in the scene and you look at where Minnesota was at the last few seasons, being the guy, but the uptick, as you have mentioned field goal percentage, uptick in three-point percentage, the fact that he's, you know, almost 39% from three, and that fluctuates as well, but I think his decision-making on when he's taking threes, to me, through the eye test, has improved. Uh, And also assists have gone up, you know, best in his career, uh, nearly five assists per game, Um, those type of things. I think even too defensively, it of course, helps to have a guy like Rudy Gobert back there in those that, that are around him and just what this defense is comprised of. So it allows him to gamble a little bit more, take risks, Um, you know, some of his off ball play that that helps fortify. My question to you is, do you think I said 22 years old, fourth year in the league, but projecting out, do you think before his career is over, he will be an MVP in this league?
4: Yeah, I do think he'll be an MVP. And, you know, you mentioned like just some of the help he has on the defensive end. But some of the same people you mentioned are also, I think, going to be key for him in his maturation throughout this league because you've got a Rudy Gobert. You've got Carl anthony Towns, who's been in the league for a while. You've got Slow Mo, Kyle Anderson. People don't give that man his credit, but he is a leader. He's the type of guy that when you get him on the floor, he makes everybody around him better. That's just the way Kyle Anderson has been since he's been out here in San Antonio. And so when you've got some veteran like they have a nice mix of young talent and sort of veteran guys that they're all going to help Anthony Edwards moving forward I, and I think Anthony is going to be a star I mean a star I think like one of the two or three people you talk about when you talk about the NBA like his name is going to be the one you know how like we talk about the NBA and we say Steph Curry yep. I think Anthony is going to be one of those guys
1: Facts. I am with you on that. I also think he has the disposition, yes. the character. Um, you know, it, just all of those things to to go into it. Minnesota, though, looking where they're at with the salary cap, some contracts, um, they, they will have some decisions to make, though, in, in what they continue to do um, with this roster. We are going to take a quick break, um, and we are going to get back to one of your candidates that has <laughs> been in that top tier towards the top uh, the entirety of this year. Joelle indeed right after the break.
0: You need a vehicle that can meet your family's needs, and Toyota has you covered. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander never makes you choose between passengers and cargo. You can fit both with ease, with three spacious rows and available seating for up to eight, and legroom that makes even long trips comfortable. With Grand Highlander's available 362-horsepower hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims, you can be confident you have the power, acceleration, and efficiency needed for almost any adventure your family can cook up. And you'll get where you're going in style with a modern, spacious cabin that's perfect for both playdates and date nights. Impressive tech upgrades take the new Grand Highlander to the next level, including available safety features like an available panoramic view mirror, and an available 12.3-inch multi-information display, so you always arrive on time. Don't just live life. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash grandhighlander.
1: The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code DKHOOPS. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DKHOOPS. The crown is yours.
2: Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org please play responsibly on behalf of boot hill casino and resort in kansas 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources
3: are you ready to share some joy and celebrate international women's day M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, Peanut Butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world.
1: Welcome back to NBA Pulse. Acoustic, joined by Michael C. Wright, and all right, we're we're going we're we're taking the elevator up to the top. Uh, Joel Embiid, he's been fantastic this year, Michael, and you can see it in the numbers. You can see it how he's played. Uh, he's the reigning MVP. Um, however. He has missed six of the last eight games. So he's now, you know, getting to that point for those awards, you need to play in 65 of 82 games. And, and for the most part, it's felt like he's been healthy. It's felt like he's been available. Um, but when you look at what Embiid's done throughout the course of the season, and I had mentioned the numbers, 35 points a game, nearly almost 12 rebounds, six assists, his playmaking and the improvement of his playmaking has been that one big factor um, that you've seen the elevation. How do you kind of frame where your, your head is starting to be at at this point of the season with some of the games being missed and, and how that factors in um, given the other candidates here in this top five?
4: Well, with the elevator being stuck right now, uh, apparently, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's, it's to the point now where we're, we're starting to count games and, you know, that's never a good thing. Um, You know, like in December, the guy averaged 40 points, 12 and a half rebounds, but he missed five games. And, you know, you, you start to look at that. And I think a big part of the reason why he's he's so banged up all the time is his usage rate. He said that like forty one point six percent. That is OK. If you compare that to a guy like Nikola Jokic, he's somewhere in the high 20s. And so, you know, I think when you when you have such a high usage rate, you, you have to do so much for your team. That's going to lend itself to injury. And so, yeah, he's missed nine games. Yeah, that's cool. But at the same time, I see what he does on a night-to-night basis. And I see in some of those games, he's struggling physically, but he's just gutting it out. And so, like, I, I really – Joel Embiid is one of those guys that we're say he missed too many games to, to be eligible to win the award. That's one of those guys I might make an exception for. And I, and we can't, you know, because of the rules or whatever, but that's something, you know, I'm, I'm not criticizing the league here, but I think they need to make exceptions and start thinking about like some of the other metrics that might come into play for a guy like MB. Like I just mentioned his, his usage rate, but look at minutes. Things like that when you're making a determination. I mean, you, a guy can't help it if he's hurt. And sometimes a guy needs to rest.
1: Yeah, and as you mentioned, just that, like, the judgment calls, I think for all of you as voters, there there's a trust and a respect for, for why you have... Earned and have those votes, um, and I think all of you have decisions to make in terms of judgment. And, and so, for a player like Joel Embiid, one sometimes it's injury, but two it's it's injury management. It, it truly is it's injury management. It's not playing, you know, potentially a second of a back to back. You look at the fact that he's played over 34 minutes per game, and as you mentioned, the usage and how much that goes through him and what he's dealt with. It's also a, you know, the frame of his body is is very different than some others. So the type of the type type of usage that that goes along with that um, when you look at Philadelphia sitting third now in the Eastern Conference uh, Boston we've already talked about Milwaukee despite sitting in that second seed uh, it's kind of a two-sidedness to the perspective on the Bucks, given the fact they just don't look good and the wins that they have there it still feels like there's a lot of issues um, is Philadelphia a contender for you in, in the event that y- you look at this framework and Joel Embiid healthy playing and, and what he's done in certain cases throughout the course of the postseason.
4: Absolutely a contender with Joel Embiid healthy, but they've lost three in a row and Joel has missed some time. I don't know the exact exact number. Was it something like
1: six I think of the he's last day? Yeah, he's yeah, missed all I think of those it's the games, last games three that they lost. Or so. yeah, 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 yeah,
4: yeah, for sure. So they're, they're definitely a contender with him on the floor, but... You know, there's the question of, okay, how often do you get him on the floor? But at the same time, I think Joel Embiid is the type of guy just based off what I've seen over these last few years. If they need him, even if he's hurt, he's going to try to play if he's hurt. And so, you know, I think like right now, these are the games you're supposed to miss. We haven't even gotten all star break yet. You know, you you can miss some games. You can rest here here and there, and then once you get past All Star break and everybody starts this all out sprint, you know, to the finish line, that's when you need him available for games. And I think he's going to be there when his when his n- number is called. He's going to be there.
1: All right. Well, we will see. Near uh, nearin as you mentioned, All Star break, near trade deadline. Uh, A lot of things to keep eyes on here as we continue on throughout the course of your season, including you on NBA TV, NBA.com, your MVP ladder um, that will be out once again on Friday. So as always, Michael, we appreciate your time. You got it, Sarah. NBA Pulse with Sarah Kustak is a production of the NBA and iHeartRadio. Please rate, review, and subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: There's even available safety features like an available panoramic view mirror and an available 12.3-inch multi-information display, so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash grandhighlander.